What's up, my friends? Welcome to the Live Wide Open podcast. I'm your host, Randy B. Ramirez, also known as Wide Open Randy, and I'm here to serve anyone who's looking to level up from their current situation. This show is dedicated to helping raise the bar for all the motorsport enthusiasts out there, those who want more out of life, those who want to do more, those who want to be more, those who love the thrill, the joy, and the connection of what these high-performance engines bring into our lives. Because holding it wide open is what we do. Being a great freaking person is who we are. And living our life to the fullest is the lifestyle that we choose. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the bricks that the haters throw at you. And how to use all that shit as fuel to drive you forward and build your freaking legacy. This goes back to like all the way to as when I was a child. I've always kind of felt like I was the outcast. Like I've always felt like I was that guy who didn't belong. I was always, even from my very early childhood days, I guess that's when it started. Um, because my parents weren't from here, from Miami, we were from Colombia. They came over here. Um, you know, I always dressed different. I had a little ponytail. I had an earring. I had things that made me different. And I was criticized a lot because of that. I was um, belittled. I was made fun of. I was bullied. I did all, they did all this shit to me to try to put me down because, quite frankly, they're probably just intimidated that I was different. And the funny thing about it, that the ponytail, the earring, all the shit that I was doing, because that's just how Colombians did it back then, and my mom was just very into that. When I got to middle school, when I, as they were growing, people started wearing earrings. People started rocking the ponytail. People started doing all the shit that they were making fun of me. And it's just so funny that I, I didn't connect those two dots as a child, but I connected those as I grew up and as I reflected on my life. And it's just, uh, it brings me joy to know that I was going the right path all along. It really was. But I didn't always look at that. I didn't always look at this that way. Like all that negativity, all this, all the doubt, all the, all the belittleness that, that, and the bulliness that was given to me as, as I was growing up, it really affected me. And I, I'd be transparent as fuck. That put me into some really dark situations. In my mind, in my heart, in my soul... And it lead it led that in addition to a lot of the traumatic uh, things, experiences that I went through growing up, really led me into some of the darkest moments that I've had in my life. Um, it really did. It's so moments so dark that I've talked about this before. It led me to multiple suicide attempts, and I can stand here. <laughs> Actually, I'm sitting, but I can sit here and talk to you guys with great certainty that God always had a better vision for me. God always had a better plan. God put all those hardships in my way to grow me into the individual that I am today. And I wouldn't change a thing about it. And all those dark times led for me doing a complete 180 shift for my life. Like I went from barely graduating high school, being a drug addict, doing all this bad shit, uh, leading into um, multiple suicide attempts to turning my whole life around, going and, and, and building a successful career as a construction professional. That was amazing. And looking back, man, that little kid that had, that had all that self-doubt, that, had, that was bullied, that, that was picked on, that all that, man, like I used all that shit as fuel to help me grow into the person that has led me into today. 
and man, I'm so like, I'm such a believer in using the dark shit that happens to you as fuel rather than as, as, as a vacuum that pulls you down. Like, um, and being successful as a construction professional and climbing the corporate ladder and doing that for myself, a complete 180 degree shift, like amazing change. Those have known me from when I was very young to, to where I'm at now could really see the difference and could really see the change and the positive change that I've done with my life. And it really led me to start thinking that, man, navigating all these dark waters, all the things that I've gone through, all the traumas that I've been able to overcome, all the growth that I've done in my life, that really led me to believe and to know that I can help other people that have gone through similar situations. That has led me to become a high performance coach someone who continually works on themselves, someone who continually grows, someone who continually learns, and someone who continually is put here to help others achieve, to grow, to evolve, to become better. Like, that's my purpose, and I'm sticking to it. God has put me here for a reason, and I'm here to inspire you. I'm here to empower you to become the best motherfucking version that you can be. And so let's talk a little bit about I guess let's before, let's talk let's understand a little bit about the power of the bricks that the haters throw at you. So let's define what are the haters' bricks. Like right, that is the criticism, that is the negativity, that is the doubt that they throw at you, that is all the insults, that is all the teasing that they do, the making fun of you, all the fucking shit that the haters do to you, all the bricks that they throw at you, all because. Even though they don't want to admit it, deep down, they're doing it because they're intimidated by you. They're intimidated by a person who's different from them. They're intimidated by someone who's willing to take the road less traveled because they don't have the fucking balls to do it themselves. That's just how it is. And so some common reactions that typical humans, and I'm still, I'm not perfect. I'm not this huge fucking powerful superhuman being like, nah, man, I, I still go through this. Um, and I'm evolving through it and I'm growing through it. But some of the common reactions that we all have when haters start throwing bricks at you is that we get angry. We get frustrated. The self-doubt up in here starts fucking developing. And that self-doubt turns into negative self-talk. And all that negative self-talk, what that happens is it creates a lot of inaction in your life. And when you have inaction, nothing really happens. You don't move the needle forward. And so this is why it's important for you to be able to reframe all those obstacles, all those challenges, all as opportunities for growth. This is where a growth mindset comes into play. And I made an episode about growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. A growth mindset is all where it's at. It's, it's about seeing the challenges, the failures, the setbacks, all as opportunities to become better. Things that are teaching you to evolve, to become a better human. This is why I'm such, a, I'm such a huge advocate for building resilience. And not only the resilience, but the psychology that comes with building resilience, right? So what is resilience? Resilience is the ability to bounce back from the difficulties that you face, from the challenges that happen to you, from the setbacks that happen to you. And each time that we face the adversities, each time that we overcome those freaking hurdles, what that does is that it builds our resilience muscles. These fucking muscles become big. 
Each time you overcome that shit, the muscle grows stronger, grows stronger and stronger. And you become better at overcoming them and at facing them. And you become, you, you grow in the process. And so similarly, facing challenges, they can shift our focus from needing some type of external validation to building internal drive within ourselves to push forward, to do more, to achieve more. And so when we're faced with criticism, when we're faced with obstacles, when we're, we're faced with, with things that really challenge us, what happens is that we often tap into our intrinsic motivation. And more time than none, without even knowing, we end up tapping into this type of motivation without even knowing. And so intrinsic motivation, what that is, is the desire to achieve for the sake of personal fulfillment, for the sake of having personal mastery. Like you, be, you take those external things and you make them internal and you start achieving for internal purpose. And so as a result, this intrinsic motivation, what it does is it becomes a more sustainable source of fuel, of drive for you to do more and be more compared to seeking some type of approval or, or validation from others out there. And so adversity, what this does is this has the ability to lead us to, to really reassess our goals and to strengthen our commitment to, to achieving those goals that we set out to, to achieve, to put in place that we're like, man, we're going to do this. And no matter what, we're going to fucking make it happen. So when the criticism happens and when the setbacks arise, what ends up happening is that we end up feeling this renewed sense of purpose and determination to prove all those motherfuckers wrong. To be like, oh, you are haters. Watch how I'm going to prove you fucking wrong. And so this also leads to identity reinforcement. And so what that is, is that it's an internal sense of identity and purpose that comes from facing challenges, from facing obstacles, from overcoming hard things. And so when criticism comes our way, especially about something that you're passionate about, Man, this creates this deepening connection like inside of us and it strengthens our beliefs in our ability to, to succeed despite what anyone else out there says that you could do or be or achieve, right? And then so, um, so building resilience and the psychology that comes with it, right? It also, it, it also relates to having post-traumatic growth, right? And so... Research in psychology has shown that people who, who experience growth, people who experience positive change, people who, who, who become better as a result of the adversity, of the challenges, of the setbacks they go through, that ends up causing you post-traumatic growth. That's the term. I, I researched it. And so all these tests, they lead to a greater sense of self-awareness within us. They lead to having enhanced relationships. They they give us this huge appreciation for life's challenges and opportunities because we've overcome darker times. You know, that, that saying is, it's always darkest before the sun comes out. Um, well, if you're able to look and have a growth mindset on, on the challenges that you're facing and know that those are just opportunities for growth, you start overcoming them and you start having post-traumatic growth. And so having this growth mindset will really fuel your drive and your determination for, for striving for success, for building a life that you want, that, that so many others will say, nah, you're fucking crazy for wanting to do that. You'll never do it. 
Don't believe them. You gotta believe yourself. This is why I'm so big on, on building your mental toughness. And so it all boils down to what is mental toughness, right? It all boils down to just doing hard things, doing hard shit, doing things that you don't want to fucking do so that you can prove to your mind, to your fucking soul, to your heart, to everything inside of you that you have what it fucking takes to overcome whatever the fuck comes your way. That is really what mental toughness comes boils down to. And so... Mental toughness comes with self-awareness, it comes with mindfulness, it comes with positive self-talk, it comes with several other things, right? But self-awareness, what that does is that it gives you the, the ability to recognize how you react to the negativity that's going around you. And so this is very true. Anyone that can control you emotionally has the power over you, whether you want to admit it or not. I've seen this so many times in, in when I was working um, in construction. And we had big meetings all the time, uh, multiple subs. I mean, just in one job, you have over 40 commitments, which are 40 subcontractors or suppliers. And each of those guys have guys under them. So you can see how quickly the, the people, the, 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 the players that are involved grows, right? So when, when, uh, when you let someone control you emotionally, they can start using that to your advantage. And you don't want to do that. You want to be able to have good, good self-awareness so you can recognize how you're reacting to all the shit that's coming your way because you cannot let people control you emotionally because that's where it all starts. And before you know it, they'll say something that triggers you and you'll overreact. And then all down the line, they were fucking planning it all along. I've seen it happen right in front of me. And that's why I started working on myself. That's why I started becoming better. That's what led me to fucking really dive into building my mindfulness, building my self-awareness. Um, and so mindfulness, what that is, is, is it builds, um, it really talk, it really evolves around building a present focused mindset so that you can handle the challenges that are coming your way. I didn't do it back then because in construction, I just didn't know any better. I was doing the best I could with the abilities that I knew at that time. But now, man, I, this is why I do meditation. This is why I practice it every single day. And man, I have close to 15,000 minutes already logged on my app doing meditation because it really helps me to be present. It helps me to, to be okay with what's going on and be okay with the present moment. And so something else that you got to be able to work on is, is your positive self-talk. You got to be able to reframe all the negative thoughts into constructive affirmations like I'm a big believer that we all have, I guess I, you, you hear this a lot, you know, um, and I, I'm a believer on it as well. You, ha you have the villain, you have the hero, and then you have you, you know, like, and it's kind of like three beings inside of you. Some people argue that, and, and, I, and I'm a believer of it because in times of, of darkness, the villain really shines, you know, and he's the person, he's the thing, the, the being that is inside of us, that dark voice, you know, like you see in cartoons, you have the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other. Well, you know, the villain and the hero, that's how I like to picture it. Um, the villain holds you back. The, the villain doesn't want you to evolve. The, the villain wants to, to, to belittle you. The villain wants to give you negative self-talk, to, to fucking just push you down. That's why they say the devil and, and the angel, because it pushes you down towards, I guess, hell. Um, and the thing about this is that the more you feed the freaking villain, the more powerful he gets. And like, 
and and you, this doesn't happen like right away but you have you start doing it with little actions with little moves with little things that you not allow into your being and before you know it that motherfucker starts shining and and this is why it's so important to have this positive self-talk so that you can reframe what that motherfucker is trying to do to us and so that you can let the hero shine within you because like i said the more you feed one or the other the more that that being will shine and so the more you lean into yourself the more you step out of your comfort zone the more you do things that are hard the more you build your mental toughness the more that hero will shine and the more that you start believing in yourself and you're like yeah whatever the fuck comes my way let's get it i'm gonna tackle it i'm gonna do it because you start building internal confidence and confidence my friends is something that that everyone can learn we're not born with confidence we build confidence right and so you'll be surprised actually how many successful people still face issues related to their mental toughness like i see this all the time i i you know i'm working with my clients and this topic always comes up and by working on these very same strategies that i'm talking to you guys what i ends up doing is that we reframe their outlook their their perspective on how they're looking at things and by doing and implementing these strategies and putting them into play, what that does is that re-sparks this inner fire that they once felt inside. And they start doing more. They start achieving more. They start feeling on fire. They start feeling like, like they're on top of the world. All because we started building their mental toughness, right? And so you've got to be able to, to, to turn your criticism into constructive fuel. Um, and that's a big one. And, and a lot of people will mistake when you're trying to give constructive criticism um, as, as, as you're trying to belittle them. But I've learned and, and I've been a manager of a lot of people and I've learned that it's all in your approach and how it comes out and how you say it and the words that you use and, and your body language. It all plays a big thing into it. And so constructive criticism are really I'm scarred. Let me take that back. Destructive criticism are the things that hold you back. Those are the things that belittle you. Those are the things that undermine your abilities. Those are the things that attack the person who's receiving the feedback, right? And so on the other hand, constructive feedback helps you become better and it helps you evolve as an entire being. You see, constructive feedback is offered to help an individual improve and to grow. It's delivered respectfully. It's delivered in a supportive manner. It's delivered with intention. And really, it focuses on behaviors and actions rather than attacking an individual's character. When you attack someone's character, they immediately put this wall up and they, they see, doesn't matter how good advice you can give them, they put this wall up and they all think that you're trying to put them down. And more times than not, I've been in that shoes. I've had it done to me and, and not on purpose. I've unfortunately done it to to people under me and this is why i learned to really be self-aware of what i'm doing in my actions because that shit don't feel good and i don't want to do it to other people i want to help people grow right and so while both destructive criticism and constructive feedback offer a response on on your performance and on your behavior their intent the delivery method and the impact they have the real, they have a really big ability to impact you significantly um, in different ways, right? It's all on how you how you present it, all how 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 you deliver your method, it all in your posture, on your your emotions, how 
the words that you use, it really makes a big difference. It doesn't matter if you have a good intention, if it comes out the wrong way, if they perceive it the wrong way, the intention is, is no good because the other person receiving it is not taking it that way. And so recognizing the distinction between the two, you know, deconstructive criticism and constructive feedback is really critical for developing a supportive and a growth-oriented environment in both your professor, your professional and your personal development and your advancements as you grow as a person, right? And so fueling our drive in motorsports, like, man, it ain't no fucking secret. We're hated by a lot of people out there. You know, um, the wheelies, the, the burnouts, the racing, the drifting, that shit is all criticized by your average Joe. And you know what I fucking say? Fuck those people. <laughs> I really do. Because they all seem to have some fucking word, some, some advice, some shit that, that doesn't even relate. Like, I see it all the time. When I post a video, it could be inspiring. It could be a motivational message. It could be something that empowers others and connects them to be better and do more and, 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 and evolve. And you always have those haters. Oh, you're doing this wrong. Oh, you're doing... Fuck those people, bro. Truly, fuck those people. <laughs> and so, this is one of the bases, actually, why I started this movement. Like, because I'm tired of fucking being judged. I'm tired of... Of being stereotyped because sure there are those outlaws out there they're doing similar things that we do but what i've noticed and what i've researched and what i've actually seen for myself when you start pulling the curtain back right and you start dissecting into their lives and you start seeing how they're how they're living what they're doing what they're making how they're how what kind of person they are to society you start seeing that shit ain't going so well for them and maybe that's what makes them such a shitty individual right but being a wide open warrior, what that means is that we work on becoming the best that we can be as an entire freaking individual. But we never stop doing the things that we love. We never stop doing the things that light, light our soul on fire, that fucking we're passionate about. Motorsports. If you're fucking here, it's because you either support me or because you're big into motorsports and you want to evolve as a human being. Right? So you want to be able to set goals that align with your personal values. You want to be able to uh, rely on, on, on your internal drive rather than relying on, on some type of fucking external validation from those people out there that don't even have a fucking, they don't pay your bills. They don't, they, they're just there to criticize you, bro. Fuck that. Rely on your internal drive, on your internal source for fuel, for, for, for empowerment. And so you want to be able to surround yourself with a supportive environment. You want to have friends that help you level up. You want to have friends, man, I have this. I have friends that you tell them about a problem. They're like, oh, shit, that sucks. And then I have friends that I tell them about a problem and you come up to them down and like, like, yo, hold on, hold on. Yo, cheer up, stand up, fix your posture. Well, say that to me again. Like, no, this is not, this is not a challenge. This is an opportunity for growth. Um, I used to have a, a, um, someone I worked with that said, um, problems are management opportunities. That's because we worked in construction management. But problems really are opportunities for you to become better. It's all out about. And when you surround yourself with people who have that same outlook on life, the conversations are just different. You, 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 you don't have bad days or bad weeks. You have bad moments because they be able to, to help you shift the perspective and realize that that's just God sending you some freaking challenges so that you can become better. Like I've always said this, and I say this to all my clients when they're going through adversity, is that 
God always gives uh, the toughest battles to his biggest soldiers. So if you're going through it right now, know that there's better days ahead, my friends. And so you also want to be able to use some visualization techniques so that you can stay focused on what it is that you want to achieve despite what all the haters are saying, despite what all the shit that they're throwing at you. You want to be able to remain focused and visualize the things that you want to achieve, the things that you want to create, the things that the kind of person that you want to become so that you can start attracting that energy, those frequencies into your life and you start blocking out all the noise, right? This is a legacy in the making right here that we're doing. And the perseverance that you have, the resilience that you're able to build inside of you, this is what's going to give you a lasting effect on the future that you can create for yourself. Know that every setback that you face is an opportunity for growth, my friends. I'm driving the checkered flag deep into the ground, and I'm calling out all the motorsport enthusiasts out there, everyone who wants to improve from their current situation. Let's break free from all the shit that's been holding us back, and let's prove to the freaking world that they wish they were like us. Those of you who made it to the end of the episode, I just want to say that you got yourself a win, and I truly, truly appreciate you for investing your time into the Live Wide Open podcast. This movement is called Live Your Life Wide Open, and helping others improve is the mission that God has tasked me with. We are driven individuals working on breaking the freaking stereotype and becoming the best that we can be. Join me on this journey while we help as many motorsport enthusiasts as possible to create the best lives that we can imagine. You can follow me on Instagram. My handle is WideOpenRandy. Man, and if you felt any connection to, this, to today's message, to this content that you just consumed, I ask that you please share this on your stories because those are the actions that really help us spread the message. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. But till then, live your life wide open, my friends. Peace.